Ladies and gentlemen, all rise. Court is back in session. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Devil's Due. I am your host, Carl Duty. With me, as always, is a man whose band's music has been ripped off to be put in Mega Man 12, Mr. Drew Celestino. Well, we're following in the fine tradition of uh, bands getting ripped off and put into Mega Man games. <laughs> You like literally just dropped that obby that yeah. I never knew before. Flashman stage, Metallica, seek and destroy. And you played them. There's a mashup. There is a mashup, and I don't ever want to hear seek and destroy any other way. <laughs> so you're saying they have the to incorporate the eight bit into the, yes. into the live show? At yes. Now. Okay. Yeah. Could happen. Come on, Metallica's or Mega Man's metal. I mean, literally. He, well, or is he rock? Man. Nah, he's metal. <laughs> but not metal man. No, that's a different man altogether. Yes. yes. Yeah. Did you ever get Mega Man 11? No. For it's good. I'm sure it is. I'm I, sure. not, I, I played not the, be opposed to owning it. The demo was good, but not good enough where I was like, I have to get this. It was hard. I still haven't yeah. gotten the boss. Yeah. I couldn't get to the boss either i felt very ashamed i made me wonder how i ever beat Mega Man two and three as a kid well you know when you're younger the the video game skills it's like being an athlete <laughs> oh, okay. video game skills have a shelf life ah, after time they start to deteriorate yeah yeah if you don't keep up in practice and whatnot <sighs> roll tear i can't remember if i ever <laughs> beat Mega Man one i know i beat Mega Man two i know i never beat one yeah one was hard yes, yes it was did beat Ghosts and Goblins, though. That's an accomplishment. Like, legit beat. That is an accomplishment. Yeah. That game is very, very, very difficult and I cheap. I don't think I ever played it again after that. <laughs> Why <laughs> so, would you? Yeah, it's just like, it. you know, Walk it away. We're, we're good. We're good. All right. Here we are. Let's get to our opening statement. Sir, how was your week? Oh, more tiring than, than it really should have been, but such is life, really. Uh, let's back up a little bit. Uh, we had uh, game night on Friday. Yes. We blood raged. We blood raged and we blended. We blended kittens as well. Yes. Um, much different game the second time around with all of us. Yeah. Once it's a, it's a much different game with four players. And it's once you kind of get a handle on the strategy. Oh, yeah. It, it, it gets cutthroat. Yeah. It... Um, no cats were spared, not even Stone Cold or Mr. Perfect. <laughs> uh, dream match right there, Mr. Perfect versus Stone Cold. Oh, well. Um, yeah, it was fun. And then uh, Blood Rage was had. Blood Rage. Blood Rage. My winning streak continues. I guess so. I have not lost at that game since the first time I played it. Oh, see, now you're just gloating. Now, now you're just, gloating. Now just you're stating asking for a statistic. Okay, that's stating fine. A, factual statistic fair enough but now that you've said it you've vocalized it now I've it's vocalized now it's a thing numerous times yeah but the more you say it poor alan did you see the light die in his eyes when i put moved my scoring marker like six points ahead of wait his? a minute you won that game yes oh god i could swear alan like dominated because no. he had the whole valhalla thing going on yeah but you know what's hard to beat at the end 60 bonus points that'll do it yeah yeah ah see i thought he won oh okay once I knew I wasn't going to win, I kind of checked out. So once the scoring was being tallied, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to walk away now. I'm going to yeah. go uh, tend to the boy <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> well, that was better than Jen. She literally walked away. Yeah, she had to tap out. Yeah. Well, Grant was being, you know, a 
baby. So yeah. Um, For anyway. a second there, I thought Alan was gonna win because that that early oh, yeah. battle where Jen just kind of handed it to Alan. I was like, well, that uh, that puts a hurt on me. But then a couple things broke my way, and I was just like, all right, back in business. Quite quite the game. Let's, quite the game. Let's rage this blood. Um. So that was cool. I like Blood Rage. It's fun. We I do want to pause really quickly before you continue to talk your weeks. We want to send our shout-outs and our love to Alan right now, who is home recovering from medical procedure today. Uh, we love you, brother. We're thinking of you, and we hope you get better soon. Yes. Amen. So uh, Saturday, uh, it's kind of blurry, but I know for sure I spent a good four hours or so doing some painting and uh, prep work um, up in the kitchen to some final stuff. Okay. Um, man, not not fun. I You know, just because I can do yeah. these things doesn't mean I enjoy doing these yeah. things. Especially once it gets to that it looks done on the surface phase. Well, I've been putting this off for like two months. Like, yeah. it, you know, we got it, it was the kitchen was done in that it was constructed, but like I knew there was only one coat of paint up. I knew I had nail holes to fill and things like that. So, putting it off with with taking care of Grant and whatnot. Now it's like okay, if I don't do this soon, I'm not going to do it. And we have we're, we're hosting Christmas Eve this year, so yeah. I got to get this place in shape. So I had to start grinding. So uh, yeah, I just decided on Saturday like okay, it's it's go time, yep. and it was go time. And, uh, you know, it, it was just the trim work. I didn't even, I, I yeah. still have to do one more coat on the walls. So just trim. And I didn't even have to get on like a big ladder. I just had a step ladder just to get, you know, what I had to get. And it really wasn't anything. I didn't break out the roller. I didn't have the pole out, nothing like that. So there, was, yep. there wasn't a lot of physical exertion on my part. But I swear to you, I was physically destroyed for like two days after doing this. What? I'm ah, you're getting I, old, dude. That's not age. That's that's lazy. That that's me. That's my body telling me that I have taken way too long off of working out in any capacity because I was going really well for a while with between DDP yoga between, between the gym, and then I got out of the rhythm. I never got back on. Yeah, and now I'm just like, okay, that's a sign. That's a like, get 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 back on the mat. Get, yeah. Get, do do your do your stuff. So, look forward to that. Yay! Um, pr- probably <laughs> as time allows. Mm. <laughs> time. Yeah. Oh, it's adorable. Anyway, you know what you do? You just combine some stuff. Uh, oh, like you get a you get a workout bike, plop in that. front of the TV, and you pedal while you're playing Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. It's possible. That would certainly help. I mean, that way I'm grinding in two ways. Yeah. Because that's kind of what I'm doing right now in Final Fantasy VI. There I'm, you I'm go. I'm grinding. It's, mm. it's so stupid. Love I hate, the grind. I hate, I hate grinding. Love the grind. <sighs> I mean, you know, yeah. Back when, when you had to grind in a Final Fantasy game. This one you really don't, but I'm choosing to because there's certain things in this playthrough that I've never done before. Yeah. So I got like the Cursed Shield. And the cursed shield I used to think was useless. No, it's not. If you fight 256 battles with it, it becomes uncursed and it becomes the best shield in the game. Mm. And whoever you equip that shield to can learn the best spell in the game. So <coughs> I'm going through with this motion right now. So I don't even know. I lost count. Yeah. I'm somewhere in the gotta be the upper hundreds right now. Okay. Pushing towards 200. I'd Come on, 256. Because <laughs> I'm getting bored. Um, you want to... Uh... 
want to flow me some cash i'll just come over for you and just <laughs> while you're at work oh my god <laughs> i'll just grind away for you tell me that people do that uh, i don't you might know. be on to like a whole new <laughs> career path dude like we'll grind for cash we'll grind for cash Give yourself an hourly an hourly rate. Go in the forest and kill pigs for just, <laughs> just to just, level whatever, up your character. Doesn't matter what game it is. Yep. You will agree to grind for someone at a, at a, at a <laughs> wage you set up. You know that you agree upon. Alrighty. I mean, why not? That's that's an idea. <laughs> Cue the emails. This is totally a thing. This it's got to totally be a thing. thing. It's yeah. got to be. Anyway. Well, I know like people sell like World of Warcraft things like that. You know, sure. Any game where you can exchange items or things like that, those items are for sale online. Well, so I mean, the grind is an item if your item is time, yeah, <laughs> and energy. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I've been doing a little bit of that. Um, Sunday, um, we had some friends over for uh, a little meet Grant gathering, which was awesome. Haven't seen them in a while. It was really great to see them and their cool. kids. So that was nice. Um, I made chicken parm. Very good. Uh, yesterday being Monday, um, usual routine, work day, followed by bro day. Uh, bro day, we decided uh, we are watching uh, NXT TakeOver because they're always good. Okay. And uh, it was Survivor Series weekend. TakeOver was Saturday. Survivor Series was Sunday. Yep. Needless to say, I don't care about Survivor Series whatsoever. And TakeOver, as usual, was st- Stellar. It's not even fair how much better that product is compared to WWE's air quotes main product. Yep. It's not even it's almost unfathomable that they are the same company. So I'm torn here because I love NXT. It's great. It's it always delivers. It delivers everything in the right way that you want it delivered. My biggest problem with NXT is that to watch NXT, I have to unwillingly support WWE because they own it. Yeah. That's, I'm morally conflicted about that. It bothers me. I wish there were some other way because NXT is, is really great. And uh, their other stuff is really not. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Fun. That brings us to today. And cool. here we are. So, yeah. Oh, and uh, I finished uh, Daredevil Season 3 this week yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 Big old smile on your face. I now. should. It was yeah. tremendous. It's going to be fun. We're going to be talking about this. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. It might be my favorite season of this show. Well, I guess you're going to have to go back and rewatch all the other ones to find we've, out. We've done that, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to trust my gut here. My gut is telling me this was probably the best season of Daredevil. Probably. Okay. And that's saying something, considering that I love this show, which is why we do this show. Yeah. So the fact that I think season three was that good tells tells you all you need to know. Yeah. It, it scratched some itches for me. But it also raised some questions and some thoughts and uh i guess we're gonna tear into all that as yeah. we go along i think there was really only one episode where i went did we really need this episode is it the karen episode yep i'm i'm fine with it if only because it clarified some things that were a little murky earlier in, in the season 
and, it, and, and in fairness, in fairness, this is like spoilers for the, for whatever episode of the Devil's Do we're going to do in like six weeks. Yeah, uh, it wasn't the whole episode. It was like half. It was like three quarters. But but it wasn't the it whole. It didn't thing. need to be. Three it quarters. wasn't the Jack's tattoo episode of Lost. Okay. I don't. That oh, must have been before ask I Lost fans about watching. that episode. <laughs> it's reviled. It's rev- like it's the one episode where I was like, oh god, that episode can just die. <laughs> it wasn't that. It was a diversion, but it was or like the other one that everyone hates. The uh the, it wasn't, the, the, the eleven episode in season two of Stranger Things when she goes off into the city with her sister. Spoilers. That was fine. Oh, people hate that episode. People hate a lot of things. Yes, they do. I know. It wasn't Commissioner Gordon's coat. No. No, but exactly. It wasn't too far off from Oh, come on. You're going too far. It, it, besides, how else would we know that Tobias Beecher is Karen Page's father? What? Did you watch Oz on no. HBO? Jay Gelsimino knows what I'm talking about. And Kay. Jay Gelsimino knows that Tobias Beecher is Karen Page's father. Read into that what you will. I, do, I expect emails from Jay on this subject, by the way. Yeah, I, you know what? Oz has been on my list for a long time, and I have an abundance of time right now, so... Oh, you should do that. Probably. You should get into that. I, I would shield William's eyes, though. Well, obviously, <laughs> I'm smart enough too. to know not to <laughs> view it in front of him. Okay. Right. So. Anyway, that's my week, man. How's it going? Um, well, still unemployed. Uh, still searching. Now that I've got kind of like all the, the websites and everything set up and the profiles updated and the resume updated and posted and all that, uh, it doesn't take a lot of time for me to kind of check and update and apply daily. So I'm trying to make use of downtime, of which there is abundance, trying to be you know a little more helpful around the house, things like that. Yep. Um, Still got, I I don't know, maybe it's just me, maybe it's just um, my philosophical approach to employment, things like that. Still got like a sense of guilt of doing anything for myself. It's understandable. Yeah. Like, I still feel a little guilty going X-Wing night or anything like, you know, hobby related. But I mean, by the the flip side of that, I mean, I, I understand completely. Uh, I've been in your position. But, I mean, the flip side is, like, what else are you going to do? Like, you know, is that time, time you could be spent doing, you know, what exactly? Like, yeah, hitting no, the pavement right. looking for a gig? Like, not after hours? No, that, that's yeah. not how it works. So, you're, you're okay. You got you to gotta live. Yeah, no, I know. And if it was, like, you're doing that instead of looking for a job, then maybe well, yeah. you feel some guilt. But I know you're on top of yeah. things. Well, man, I'm just a little old school or whatnot. No, it's uh, natural. So, yeah, Friday was our game night. Didn't feel guilty beating Alan in Blood Rage. Um, uh, Saturday? What went on Saturday? Don't remember what went on Saturday. Oh, dear. Yeah. Getting old. Um, Sunday, we had our my sister-in-law and mother-in-law's uh, birthday celebration at my mother-in-law's house. So, definitely happy birthday to... Uh, Chrissy and Sharon. Um, and then afterwards, I went over to my friend Adam's house for some games. Yeah. Uh, played some Dragon Farkle. It was fun. Uh, learned that I had misinterpreted several rules and got that, you know, clarification on that. Um, 
So, yeah, that was pretty much it. I've also been watching a lot of hockey this week, too, by the way. Yeah, them Sabres, man. Dude, I'm I'm so happy right now. Six in a row. Six in a row. I'm, Six in a row. I'm, I'm They're really currently third or fourth in the league. Yeah, it, that shouldn't be. Just, <laughs> it just should not be. Just but, stay right there. That's the sweet spot. I mean, it's only a quarter way into the season, but, yeah. I mean, that's that's – they didn't win as many games as they won last year, like up until like the mid December. To this point, I mean, yeah. like they're way ahead of the curve. All I ask this year is that they that they look, you know, competitive and maybe challenge for the eighth place playoff spot. That you know, if they flirted with the eighth place spot, season accomplished, right? That because I mean, yeah. that, that would be huge progress. They're like in a really good spot right now. Yeah. It's great. They're in like six. They're like in the sixth spot, maybe the fourth spot. Oh, all right, all right. Sure, it'll all go up in flames at some point. But well, you know, I mean, I'll, look, they are winning we'll close have fun games in the here and now. It, there, it's a lot of close games, a lot of uh, one goal games, overtimes, comebacks, comeback. Yeah, exact comebacks, and that's going to catch up to them eventually. But hey, you know what? Wins are wins. Yeah, and these guys are learning how to win. Enjoy and, the ride. You know the talent. You can see the talent. Not only that, like you can see, winning's infectious. And if these guys are like learning how to do that now, it's they're not going to want that to just go away. Yeah, like it's happening now. It's getting real. So, man, fingers crossed. I can't wait till tomorrow, and I can't wait till Friday. Like the next two games, I'm just like, let's go. Who are we playing this. tomorrow? Philadelphia. Mm. Not sure if Gritty's going to be in attendance because <laughs> it's, it's a Sabers home game. But uh, you know, I mean. I'm not saying I wouldn't welcome Gritty. Yeah, you know. Are you opposed to the existence of Gritty? Kind of, but he's still like charming that I'm not sure that I can actually hate him outright. Yeah, it's almost like if you're a team that's already existence and you don't have a mascot yet, you can't have one. Here's if you're thing. an expansion team, you're, you're right. relocating and changing your team name or not sure, you know, no, come out with a new mask. You're right. Like on 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 principle, gritty should be an, a, an automatic no go. And yet, I don't. I don't. You know, he's, he's gritty got, makes you grin. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at him. He's a psychopath. He looks insane. He, he looks like a Muppet on crystal meth. Yeah. I also like that he's been embraced by like um, the anti-fascist movement, which I think is pretty great, actually. All right. Cool. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, that's our week's folks. If you'd like to tell us about your week's send us any questions or comments to the show, you can do so at the following locations. You can follow us on Twitter at Devil's Due Pod. You can go to Facebook and like our fa- page at facebook.com slash Devil's Due Pod. You can uh, email us at thedevilsdopod at gmail.com, or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, thedevilsdopodcast.com. Drew, that being said, we do have some emails. Yes. Let us email. First one is from a first-time emailer. All right. Uh, Mr. Cyrus Moore. Bring it on. Do you know Mr. Moore? I do not. All right. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Uh, gentlemen, loving the show so far. Been catching up over the last few weeks. I've listened to all of the show-specific episodes and now running down the topic-specific episodes. Most recently, Daredevil in video games. A great episode and inspired a question for the show. 
Forgive me if you've already covered this, as I have not listened to every episode. It's okay. That's okay. If you could pick one comic character or group other than Daredevil to have their own game, who would you pick? Naturally, ones that don't have a game uh, currently, unless you think the old game is in dire need of a reboot. Mm. My choice would have been Guardians of the Galaxy, but Telltale Games released theirs within a year, and it's great um, for a Telltale game. Other than that, a Watchmen game would be pretty sweet. Anyway, love the show and keep up the good work. He then later sent in a correction saying, I just realized that there was, in fact, a Watchmen game. Bad one, in fact, so ignore that, LOL. My pick would be a Doctor Strange-centric game. Ooh, wow. Yeah, that could be neat. Uh, That's a great question. Um, Wow, that's a great question. Let's see. I mean, Ghost Rider hasn't had a game yet, has he? He was in. Uh, he was in. He's been in games, but there has, to my knowledge, there has not been a Ghost Rider game. Okay. Um, well, I still think a, a quality Daredevil game is something that should should exist, but doesn't. Yeah. Um, Punisher's had a few cracks at it, and he's had several good iterations. Actually, um, yep. the, the the side scroll beat 'em up with uh, the arcade game, and obviously the PlayStation Two game. Um, come to mind immediately, so he's off the list. Um, oh boy, uh, what what ground hasn't been tapped yet? Really, X Men have been done to death. The Avengers have gotten uh, their fair share. Kind of got to go like deep cut here. I don't know. Maybe like could a Thor game work? Just there was just a Thor. Thor game. There was just yeah. Thor. Yep, hmm, okay. there was a movie. Game. Oh, I think I was thinking more along the lines of like, like something uh, uh, open worldy, God of War ish with Thor instead of like you know Kratos or whatever his name. Yeah, is. I get that. But um, hmm. you know, it would be a, a trippy, cool game to play and like to to watch and experience. Um, the Max. <laughs> oh God. Uh, that would be kind of cool. Games and psychedelics uh, might be a, a rough mix there, man. I don't know. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, okay, what else we got? A cool. Um, maybe. I mean, likewise, Doctor Strange game and psychedelics. But um, yeah. Um, how about uh, they could do an Animal Man game and uh, really embrace the uh, fourth wall the breaking more of it all. Uh huh. Just just go all in on that. Or uh, how about um, similarly like a Doom Patrol game, which could also be really, 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 really weird and absurd. But there's yeah. powers involved. That could be fun. Yeah. I'm just throwing stuff at the wall here. I don't really know. Um, but I'm going to have to – I'm going to just – I, I, I'll do respect. I'm going to um, – let's let's table the Watchmen game. Yeah. Kind of makes miss, – miss, much like the movie. Did you ever play misses, the Watchmen game? This is the point. No, no. Like the only way you could do the game, yeah. I mean, Watchmen's such a divisive thing. Like the only way you could do the game and have it really be true to the the source material would be to illustrate how absurd these people are and like what sad sacks they are and how Mm. ineffective they really are. Yeah, because that's kind of the point of Watchmen. Like these guys are all useless. Yeah, in in the face of bigger problems. Yeah. So I don't know. Zack Snyder missed that message, too, but... Anyway. Bro! Dude. Watchman, bro. 
All right, so Cyrus, thank you very much for your question. Speaking of Watchmen, um, their the show released two uh, pictures on their Instagram account. This yeah, week. I saw that. More cops and yellow masks. What's going on here? Um, uh, I have questions, but you know what? Maybe that's what they want. Okay. So I have questions. Ooh, there's a game, The Question. Okay. Like open world investigative... Like like a detective yeah. game, but think, the of, think of like L.A. Noir, but yeah. with the question. Okay, I can get behind that. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, L.A. Noir. That game was so good. <laughs> it's on Switch. I've played it. I'm good. All right, fair enough. I'm not saying it's bad that it's on Switch. I'm just saying you know it's one of those games where you play through once and you don't you're miss good? it. Yeah. Okay. So all right, so. Moving on to Mr. J.J. Samino, huh. Carl and Drew, in lieu of turkey, which character do you think would make a delicious Thanksgiving meal? As in we're going to eat the character? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Howard the Duck, but it's the one from the 80s movie, and the little person is still inside the suit. Ooh. Rocket Raccoon, King Shark, or Squirrel Girl? Ooh. Wow. Um, I got to say, it's going to be a toss-up between King Shark and Howard the Duck. I hear shark fin soup, although extremely inhumane. Yes. Quite delicious. Well, we get to eat the whole King Shark. Yeah. So, And he's very muscular, so you Dude, know it's... Big old steam pot. I mean, you know, that's a lot of meat. It would feed a lot of people. It's yeah. probably very good meat. Yeah. Howard the Duck, though. Howard the Duck is like a the little turducken. Person, it, it, right. He's because already in human there. human flesh apparently tastes like chicken. And it's already in the duck. Yeah. Hmm. See what I'm saying? You were, yeah, we're on the same page here. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with um, King Shark. I'm eating the duck. You're eating the, the perducken? Sure. The, the perducken. Yeah, I like the it. Per, the perducken. Person uh, and duck. Yep. That's right. Okay. All right. As long as it's not uh, uh, Warwick Davis in the suit. He's a he's a treasure. We we need him. I don't think that was him in the suit. Okay, good. We're good. We're good then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh oh. Really quickly before we get to Jay's other questions, Sorry, um, Jay. I was one of the few video games I still occasionally pick up and play is uh, Star Wars Battlefront, mm-hmm. just because you can like jump in, get a couple quick games, and jump out. No, nothing too intense. And William, because he enjoys Star Wars, like loves to watch me play that game now. He'll like go, you know, he'll go R2, R2, R2. And that's him telling me that he wants me to play the game. So I was like kind of just flipping around some of the other game modes, some of the ones that got put in after I had stopped playing regularly. And Ewok Hunt is an incredible freaking game mode that they put this game in. Okay, here's, here's the scenario. Because this can go one of two ways. Yeah, here's the scenario. You're a stormtrooper on Endor after the Battle of Endor. Okay. So you're waiting for transports to come and extract you. Spoilers, they're not coming. (laughs) Well, I mean, the Death Star was blown up. The Empire wasn't completely defeated. No, as we found out. Yeah. Um, So while you have a blaster and you have a flashlight attached to your blaster, flashlight has a charge. And so it's like Doom 3 with Ewoks? I don't know, but like the majority of the what you can see is like pitch black. It's Doom 3 with it's Doom yeah. 3 with Ewoks. Oh my god. 
And when you... That's and like horrifying. You hear the Ewoks <laughs> off in the distance, and you're literally scared. That's great. Dude, you're looking around, and you see like a little pair of ears shoot by you, and you're like, oh, God, I'm about to die. That's tremendous. Here's the thing. When you die, you become one of the Ewoks. Okay. And you can see fine. I see. Because they're, you know, they're adjusted. They're, yeah, 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 they're adapted. And you've got like, you know, you can blow the little horn they have to kind of like signal other people that you found some troopers this this they could just spin this out into its own game it's it like pretty cool i played it a bunch i'm like holy crap i'm terrified when i'm stormtrooper and but like it's not easy to kill a stormtrooper when you're an ewok well the weapons because yeah. like you gotta like get a bunch of hits in so you gotta make sure like you get them in a dark area and sure. you don't get into their light or whatnot so but the sheer terror Oh god, the terror! See this, see kids. This is how the empire lost. The Ewoks are more formidable than you think. Yeah, exactly. Right, there you go. All right, so on to Jay's next question, Drew. No question. Oh. I'm listening to last week's show, okay. and you are currently mentioning feeling good about getting people into comics. Just wanted to say thanks for ruining my life. You're you're welcome. <laughs> I, I I improved it. Actually, now a question pops into my head. How did you like Green Lantern? Use use your words, Carl. Uh, How did you like Green Lantern 1 by Mr. Grant Morrison? It was good. Um, It it has just enough Morrisonian weirdness, but still relatable and simple enough to understand. Yeah. And the art has a a, a very uh, it's a it's a very throwbacky art style, very eighties, very nineties. Okay, uh, not bad nineties, not yeah. Liefeld nineties. Just yeah. uh, there's feet. The yeah, there's feet and background. And, but the the line work and the inking and the coloring, it just looks like an eighties nineties okay. book. It's it's pretty cool actually. So yeah, rec- recommend. I mean, and, have uh, to... and uh, there's a spoilers. There's a Watchmen connection, which you know because. DC is. Well, I, have, I haven't read it yet, so thanks for. It, it, dude, you 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 can't not see it. Put it that way. Okay, I'm not spoiling anything. You're yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, okay. Um. Okay. So, Carl. All right, Drew. You've got a fifty-fifty shot. Is the game is the question about Jaws or is it about musicals? Given recent events on this show. I'm going to say it is about musicals. Carl, if you could create a Jaws arcade game. Damn it. <laughs> what style would it be? Jaws arcade game. Fishing simulator. No. No, no. Um, Wasn't Jaws on the NES a fishing simulator, yeah, basically? Yeah, more or less. Um, you know what? I'm going to kind of go with that. I'm going to take like the whole concept of a moving afterburner machine and just re-outfit it as the orca as, as no, as Neptune's folly. No, not Neptune's folly. Isn't Neptune's folly that stabbed the shark? Possibly. But we're just going to do the NES game and like high definition graphics where you have to like make Jaws jump at the right time and then stab him. And then when you hit the stabby stab button, like the whole machine lunges forward and whatnot. (laughs) 
like boats are like to do when they stab sharks in the throat. Okay. Does it roar? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's accurate. The shark has traditionally roared. So we don't know if like a lion. We don't know sharks don't roar. I think we know by now. The stuff we know about sharks is very, very limited. Shark Week has probably tackled this subject at some point. Have you watched Shark Week in recent years? It's been a while. It's terrible now. It's more like schlocky, entertaining celebrity stuff than that. Sounds like like the Discovery Channel now. Documentary, educational stuff. Yeah, they forgot how to do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that would be either that or a beat 'em up, side scrolling beat 'em up. Where you punched? Where you wait? Hang on, with Jaws? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Pause. Okay. Is it like Final Fight? So, Jaw the, the the Mad Jaws gang has kidnapped Brody's kids, and Sheriff Brody and his and and Mister Hooper and and Quint are your selectable characters, like Hagar, Cody, and Guy. And you have to go through the streets of of uh, uh, Amityville and and rough people up until you get Jaws to fight them. Um. No, not quite. Oh, that would be awesome. You do have for like the first couple stages, you're just Chief Brody, and you, you got to progress in the story. So like the first, the first group of enemies you fight are the kids that are karateing the fence all around, and then you move on to like you know fighting the the mortician guy who misappropriated the report um, about. Um, the girl who got killed on the beach. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you pick up Hoopa and then he kind of just like swings his duffel bag around and he's got to fight, you know, douchebag sailors who are, you know, he's just trying to find out where a good hotel is. And eventually the last stage is, you know, Brody Quentin Hooper um, just kind of fighting the shark on the orca. I like my idea better. Yeah, my idea is more movie accurate. But at the same time... I'm, I'm, I'm going for the absurd, not for the movie accurate. At the same time, that's only one side of the machine. Okay. Ooh, mic drop. This is a double screen machine. Ooh. The other side of the machine is you play as the shark. <laughs> okay. And you're just like kind of... I want to keep it anatomically correct, so it's not like shark has legs or anything. Uh-huh. So you just kind of flop through the town, mm-hmm. and you're flopping like you get to townspeople and eat them but mm-hmm. you have to like flop towards some water so you can breathe so there will be like auspicious bodies of water like an extremely large koi pond <laughs> that you jump into that happens to have salt water in it sure um and yeah you just like beat people up by flopping and flailing and biting them all right Cool. Yeah. I'm a genius. All right. Well, that's certainly a thing. Thanks, Jay, (laughs) for your question. (laughs) All right. That brings cross-examination to a close. Now we get into case files to look at our news for the week. And speaking of Daredevil, Mm -hmm. Drew, we have a new uh, creative team on the Daredevil comic. I guess he's not dying or... Well, that's the thing. Uh, he is dying, uh, allegedly. 
So that kind of leaves the new creative team with quite the box to unpack. <laughs> yeah. Phrasing. Oh, are you are you reading the new Marvel Knights book? I have it. I have not read it yet. Okay. I'm behind. Right. I'm just... Okay. I have books. I have not read them yet. I may have to temporarily relieve you of some of those books when I leave. Okay. Just so, you know, I can keep up. Um... A new Daredevil creative team announced is uh, Chip uh, Zardaski. Zardaski. Yeah. Zardaski. And Marco Chichetto. Chichetto. Um, cool. They're yeah. both good. Uh, Chip Zardaski is a great writer. And uh, Marco Chichetto has done, uh, I think, he, the most, the, the most like appropriate thing to our relevance anyway that he's done. He did some Punisher work. And it okay. uh, was quite good. Uh, Zdarsky recently did a one-shot issue of Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man mm-hmm. that reminded me why I still read this character after, you know, 30-plus years oh. and why I still read comics as a whole. And thing had me in tears at the end. It was fantastic. So, good good move then with yes. him on Daredevil. Yes, yeah? I'm, cool. I'm okay with that. Um, probably the... Let's see here. All right, so there was talk that the producers of the Castlevania Netflix series were going to announce <laughs> a new show and that it was going to be a Legend of Zelda show. Well, hang on. Hang on. We were told by someone that yes. it was going... And then the... In, well, and this person, who shall remain, remain nameless, was only reiter- was only uh, regurgitating the internet hive mind's um, speculative... <laughs> reports of it being a legend of zelda series because the tweet and the statement in question from the producer was that he was meeting in japan with an icon quote iconic video game company to bring a classic franchise to you know tv and what i just said is vague but that that never stopped the internet no so um the internet doesn't need facts so, iconic video game company got translated into Nintendo, and because there were previous reports of a Zelda TV series in development, uh, it assumed, the internet that is, assumed that it was going to be a Legend of Zelda series from the producer of Castlevania. That is, uh, what's Avi Shankar? Is that his name? Sure. Okay. Um, or is it Ari Shankar? One of the two. I, I apologize. Uh, and I said on this show that I was a little unsure how i felt about that guy being involved with legend of zelda yeah because again my castlevania experience has been okay you know basements and all (laughs) trevor's basement we we got very familiar with trevor's basement and and other characters that dracula employs that are not in the games and I don't care about at all. Okay. And also random F-bombs all the time because this show needs more edge, I guess. Sure. So I don't know. I didn't need that in a Zelda series. But good news. It's not a Zelda series. Nope. It's a Devil May Cry series. Oh, Carl, I'm so glad. You know why? Because now I don't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Bullet dodged. Devil May Cry was fun. It was like Resident Evil with much better controls. Fair enough. I I could not possibly care less. I mean, I, I'm glad that 
Castlevania has been successful enough to spawn a you know another project sure and i hope this one is successful whether or not it's necessarily properties that we're interested in successful uh video game storytelling hopefully will lead to more video game storytelling sure yeah yeah. we've had a lot of video game storytelling um very few of it has been successful or good i have to say the success of uh, the castlevania show though is kind of problematic for me for several reasons. Yeah. One of which, the resale value on all the old games has gone up. So I've picked a very inopportune time to try and score a pristine Symphony of the Night OG CD because they have gone up in value. I should have struck when the iron was not as hot. <laughs> <laughs> Strike when the iron's cold. In this case, I should have. Anyway... So, yeah, so that's coming. And staying in the video game realm, uh, we got an article earlier this week from Reggie, our good friend Reggie Fazemi. Yeah. He had a he had a great interview with Stephen Totillo of uh, Kotaku, where several things were brought up. Yep, and guess and what's not coming, Drew? <laughs> but well, wait, not hey, coming wait, anytime Carl, soon. Carl, 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 what? wait, 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 wait. But the internet told me. That the N sixty four classic was coming. I they were going to do did. an announce. They were going to do a direct, and they said that at the end of the direct, don't turn it off. At the end of the direct, they're going to announce the N sixty four classic. Uh, Reggie has gone ahead and said, "Yeah, no, we're not doing that right now. Okay, we're, we good." Now, is there still a chance that this might happen? Sure. Could it be Reggie just kind of blowing smoke to no. take us off the scent? I don't think so. No. If Reggie's if if he if he's outright saying we're not doing that right now, they're not doing that right now. Okay, he wouldn't say that, and then it would ha- like he wouldn't deny it only yeah. for it to come out later to make him look like a liar. Yeah, if he's saying no, the answer is no. For okay, now. all right. So no N sixty four classic this holiday season. No, and again, I. <sighs> I don't know. I challenge anyone to find 20 games, because yeah, 20 seems yeah. to be the minimum to sure. put on one of these classic systems. I that, challenge anyone out there, send us a list of 20 games that are A, worthy of being on a classic system, mm-hmm. and B, not licensed by other companies that Nintendo can just put on the system without any problems. Right. Now, that's not to say you can't put any licensed games on it or third party games. Yeah. You can. There are there are third party games on the NES Classic and the SNES Classic. But the N sixty four, a lot of its best stuff, if you really look at the if you really yep. look at it, either, either the developer has been absorbed by an a rival studio, that being Microsoft who bought mm-hmm. Rare, or licenses that are just murky and never coming back. That yeah. being Goldeneye. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's tricky, tricky business, and not for nothing, man. I just don't. Now we're know. not saying it can't happen. No, I'm not saying it can't. Nintendo's got that you know garbage fleet of garbage trucks full of money that they can they, they send out do. to uh, solve a problem. Uh, but do they want it's to? Highly unlikely. Yeah. Plus, I gotta I gotta say, like the N64 era wasn't great. Not not to say it wasn't great, but like wasn't I think bad, I think we're pushing. Great. We're rubbing up against the depth. We're rubbing up against the precipice of like what is really considered classic. Like I know it was twenty years ago, yeah, but it still 
to me, the old, I mean, probably you, the old people here, it it doesn't feel that long ago. NES, yeah. yeah. SNES, mm-hmm. yeah. N64, it's a little close. Yeah. We got to remember, like, you know, for younger generations, that was I know, I know. Yeah. Classic is a matter of perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely correct. So, yeah. All right. um, That is it for the video game stuff. No, it's not. What else we got? E3 is going to be a little lonely this year. Well, no. That was going to be... Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't... I should have... That was going to be our last news story because I think it's the oh. biggest one of the week. I should not phrase that's it for the video game stuff, but we'll get there. We'll get okay, there. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, we got to giggle. Okay, Drew, Go I on. want you I want you to put yourself in a in a in a in a mental headspace. I want you to you imagine yourself in the the editorial room of Marvel Studios, if such a thing exists in the here and now. Wait, wait, this, uh, uh, the movies. Marvel no, Marvel, I'm sorry, Marvel Comics. Okay, okay. Um, if such a thing exists in the here and now. It so does. put yourself in that room. Loosely. You're, you're sitting next to the guy who gave us hot claws. Okay. Wolverine's hot claws. Because we brought Wolverine back, and we we can't just bring him back. We got to give him something new. Got let's, a new hat. let's give him hot claws. Did you hear what the... Hot Claws. <laughs> Did you hear what the what the possible explanation of that's going to be? By the way, no. Do you wanna? Sure. Wolverine might be uh 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 possessing possessing the Phoenix Force. Cause of course. I mean, anyway. Carl, as we're gonna as you're about to relay to the to the listeners. Marvel just mashing crap together is kind of the new thing. Yeah. So, okay, you're sitting next to this guy, and he just did a fresh line of blow. Like, 100% Colombian pure Bam Bam Mm. has just shot up this Mm. guy's nose. Like, the length of a baby. He just (laughs) dragged raced it on the table. Oh, my God. He's partying hard. And he's like, you know what? We've got Wolverine back. He's got hot claws. You're welcome, guys. You're welcome. You know what, what we need now? Tell me. Let's take the Hulk. And let's take... Oh, I got I to gotta think about this. Hold on a second. Let's, let's, take, let's take Wolverine. Okay. And mash them together. And we will make... Oh, man. I don't know if it's the blood running down from my nose or the genius happening in my brain. Could be both. We get Hulk Vereen. Kind of like Ben Vereen, but with more Hulk and Wolverine. <coughs> I love it. It's going to publishing. All right. Give me some more blow. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. We're getting. Um, what? What? What is this? Uh, I guess there's a comic storyline called Weapon H, where they've genetically spliced together Wolverine and the Hulk. Let me stop you right there. (laughs) (laughs) You've lost me. (laughs) And I don't want to get found. (laughs) Marvel. (laughs) Guys. Nah. 
Nah. Yep. Nah. And but but he's, nah. he's the Hulk and he's Wolverine. You know, I don't care. You get the Hulk with like adamantium claws. And then you know what that is? adamantium skeleton. You, you know what that, that is? That, oh my God. That is some 1991 image comics f- hack artist who can't write but is launching an image title and that's his drawing and he just mashed crap together and he's going to put it out. It's, it's That's all it is. It's not even that. It's a fan. It's a 1991 eighth grade fanboy's wet dream. Same thing. <laughs> it's the back image was built on. <laughs> like, oh my god! I mean, say what you want, but like, you know, uh, Pitt. Remember, remember, Pitt, yeah. remember Pitt, yeah. who was kind of like the Hulk, Peter David. Uh, no, Dale Keown, the artist. Oh, Dale Keown. Either way, Pitt was more original than this crap. <laughs> Yeah. What is this Wolverine? Hulkverine? That's the best they could do? Hulkverine. It certainly gets the point across, but it also tells me up front, don't buy this. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Marvel. Thank you. He's Hulkverine. Oh, my God. What are you? What? What? What are we doing here? Hey, you know, in a world. In a world. Soapbox time. In a world (laughs) where Batman's dong. Outrages the masses. We got to deal with Hulk Vereen and that just Hulk we're just gonna let that skate by. No, no, no. Vereen and the Hulk. I'm far more offended by Hulk Vereens than I am than than Batman's penis. It's the Hulk and Wolverine. I no no possibly no. with hot claws. I no. That's that's gonna be a no for me, dog. The size of those <laughs> hot clogs and flat fry buffalo in forty seconds. This is this is Randy Jackson just shaking his head. That's a no for me. <laughs> uh, but come on, man! This listen, this is not unprecedented. Spider Man was the Hulk once. Wait, w- wait a minute. What? Yeah, no, legitimately, uh, there was like. Oh, it, it, well, see, here is the thing. This is hmm. the difference between the times. Oh. There was a two-issue arc in Old Web of Spider-Man where, like, something happened, some freak science-y thing happened that turned Spider-Man into the Hulk. So he had Spider-Hulk. You know what, Drew? It was two issues, and then it was done, and it was never done again. Because we did it for, like, two issues. We had this fun little side story, a one-off story, doesn't have any impact on any type of canon or anything like that. Well, how do we know that Hulk Vereens won't be just like a quick two-issue in and out? Have done? you read comics? I mean, yeah. But read one like or two in my day. <laughs> nowadays? <laughs> yeah. All right. I, <sighs> there Look, you go. No disrespect to people who enjoy a lot of the, a lot of the stuff. I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm about to like throw a lot of stuff under the bus. If you like this stuff, more power to you. Have at it. I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong. But Marvel, the house of ideas, in the last five years, the proliferation of crap like Hulk Vereen, Gwenpool, uh, 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 Spider-Gwen, and, and this kind of stuff, I'm sorry, this is really silly, and I don't care. 
<laughs> what can can we get back to like maybe telling better stories? I I sent. All right. Again, in, in if you spirit, like Gwenpool and if you like Spider Gwen, because I know she's popular. I know she's popular. Yeah, we're not knocking you for hey, liking that. Go stuff. nuts! It's but not me, our this personal like, cup of tea. It's just like all it is is like, it's derivative stuff. It, this isn't like unique and new. It's just it's derivative of other stuff, and they're just like throwing it. It's fan fiction. It's glorified fan fiction. It's it's Tumblr being published by Marvel. <laughs> And that that shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> there should be some editorial board that says, "No, we're not doing that." But I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm no, in I my thirties. I you it, and you and I differ in this and that. I don't definitively say something is bad if I have not read it. Like I'm far it, more it can, stupid and, and bold. Than no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. No, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a jerk. I, I admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I readily admit I'm such a Don Vito, I, no, 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 it's true. It's I, true. I'm an old Italian stereotype. <laughs> well, I'm not going that far, but hey. Um but no, in the in the spirit of kind of mashing characters together, I sent this thing to Jay. It's um, Dark Claw. It, <laughs> it's this is the amalgam Dark universe. Claw. Come to life. Oh, uh, Dark Claw. How did they not just combine Daredevil and Batman? That makes so much it, more it sense. It made too much sense, but you know what made more sense? What? Money. Wolverine, <laughs> Money. Batman. Yeah, put them together. Put them together. Um, I sent this to Jay, and it is like, it's not, it is and it isn't a cheesy idea. It's only because it's a visual I want to see. I want the uh, the spirit of vengeance that possesses Johnny Blaze and turns him into Ghost Rider to possess Namor. So we can see Ghost Rider riding a flaming skull shark here's underwater. Th- here, okay, here's the thing. Let me stop you right there. Because you joke. You're like I and it's funny. Like I'm I'm la- I mean, I get it. And I'm la- I it, it, yes, you're you're it's amusing to me. But here's the thing. That could happen. You know how I know? Because there's a cosmic Ghost Rider right now, and by the way, it's, it's Frank, Frank Castle. Castle. Yeah, what? Yep. I still don't understand. Put him on that cr- on the scrap heap of Gwenpool and, and Spider Gwen and, and Hulk for whatever Hulk Farine. Cosmic Punish is it? Cosmic is Cosmic Ghost Rider. I'm sorry. I don't know. Cosmic Ghost Rider. More crap. <sighs> I'm done. <laughs> I don't know, man. What, what this? What, if you're just gonna start smashing crap together, I mean, I can help you out here. Like, I got it. I got it. Captain Cyclops. It's Cyclops, <laughs> but he's a super soldier, so he wears Captain America's costume, but he's got a visor. I got it. I got. 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 Take Puck. Okay. From Alpha Flight. Yeah. Little guy. Give him an Iron Man suit of armor. Okay. We call him Cannonball. But there's a... I don't care if there's already a Cannonball. (laughs) This one's literally a Cannonball. Okay. 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 We take Thor. Okay. And we mash him up with... Oh, hmm, let's see. I got... Okay. 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 Thor 
and Psylocke. We throw them together. Scythor. Scythor. Thorlock? Thorlock. It's Thor, but he's got a thong. Yeah. Get that. <laughs> he's in the black bikini. All right. Okay, now I got it. All right. Thanos. Okay. He's got the Infinity Gauntlet. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kids, and, like, the gaunt- kids like the gauntlet. And Gwen Stacy. Gwenos. Gwenos. Thanos with the, the I like it. Yes. The blonde hair. Sure. I like it. Uh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. See? This See? is easy. We could be exacts of Marvel. Give me your Marvel, give me your money. <laughs> give me all the money. Okay, so moving on from that and on to our last news story. Uh the biggest news story of the week uh is that Sony announced that they will not be at E three this year. Yeah. That's a pretty big uh, departure. This is the first time that I can think of that a major player in video games has said, no, we're not being an E3 at all. Now, in recent years, the big three, well, Nintendo and Sony more than Microsoft, have pulled back a lot from E3. Now, but clarify. they've still had a presence there. Yeah, to clarify, Nintendo doesn't do the big stage presentation anymore. Yeah. They have the direct for that. Yep. But they have a huge booth, and they are present yeah, they at still the have show. A, yeah, they still have a presence there. Um, and Sony does the experience. They do that, I think, twice a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they usually save their biggest stuff for that. Well, now they're pulling out of E3 entirely. They won't even have a presence there. Yeah. They're they're bailing. What uh, what do you think about this? Um, I mean, it's curious. E three has been a real. Uh, it's a weird thing. They tried something a few years ago. Remember when they they um, five six years ago maybe where they didn't do the big convention center E three. Yeah. They 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 did it like in little conference rooms and hotel rooms and they just invited journalists into the rooms to, to try to try stuff out. No big stage shows. Yeah. And it was a flop. Like everyone yeah, everyone everyone hated it. But so they brought back the big convention. Yeah. The big the big to do. And that's all fine. But for these companies it's a it's it's a significant investment of time. Yeah. And and money. Um, it's got to be hard on the on developers because there's expectations set that they have to show off, you yep. know, something at E3. Mm-hmm. So I really feel for the developers as well who have to probably do all kinds of crunch time and and grind yep. themselves just to get a, a a shiny demo put together to show at E3. Yeah. And honestly, with the internet now, with 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 the ease of communication, which Nintendo of all companies figured out years back when they when they stopped doing the, the stage yeah. show. Maybe it is. It maybe you don't it, need it, a trade it's just show. Not necess- yeah, yeah. It's, you can control the message yourself. You can get the hype out yourself. There's no need for this big show, which which used to be for retailers to come and see new product to buy in bulk and wholesale to put on the shelves in their stores. Yeah, I mean that that we're so far beyond that now. And then it became like just for retailers and journalists, right? And then a couple years ago, they opened it up to the public, right? So, at at that point, it's just a convention, you know? Yeah. Is this kind of, are we kind of calling in the hospice now for E3? Do you think it's just a matter of time now? It's not in the hospice, but it's it's definitely uh, under the care of a uh, primary care 
uh, specialist right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think with Sony pulling out, I mean that's that's a huge blow. Yeah, like who else? You know, what do you got left? Well, I mean, I shouldn't say that because you know the you know, the other thing that started happening more and more now at E three um, is that uh, individual uh, publishers and developers started doing their own things. Yeah, like Bethesda has like a whole night of just Bethesda. Yeah, and. So, you know, maybe Sony pulling back is not the end of the world. It, it, it'll just open up the door bigger for other guys to maybe show off their wares more. But yeah. to me, it's, a, it's just a little less fun as a fan. Ultimately, this is all about fans. Because, I mean, even though I can sit here and tell you all day that it's, uh, we don't need it anymore, and I'm going to be just as hyped, and the messaging is going to be... This, you, you can get the messaging out your own way yeah. whenever you want. There is an excitement to the whole thing. Fans want to know what's fans like announcements. Fans like hype. We 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 like that stuff. It it it's part of the culture in a way. You yeah, know. But when was like the last E three where something was announced? Mm-hmm. It was the first you've heard you'd heard of it. Mm. Something was announced and shown where you got like hyped, where you were like excited. Mm, I. Ugh. See, yeah. Well, I mean, if it's you're been having a while, to I don't... think that back, like Switch wasn't even announced at E3. No, PlayStation Four wasn't announced at E3. No, no, they did an experience. I thought they did it at E3, and they nope. and they dunked on. Oh yeah, Microsoft. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah, was yeah. that was here. They totally dunked on Microsoft. Yeah, <laughs> and Microsoft never recovered. Nope. Um, I don't. I mean. Surprise! The Metroid Prime Four stinger was that wasn't a it was in a direct, but the direct was at E three, so you know it was the E three direct. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, yeah technicality. I don't know. I mean, you're right, but at the same time, like I said, like people people like people. It it drives in a lot of ways, man. It drives a lot of discussion in in the hobby. People talk incessantly. Who won E three? Who showed? Who showed what? And then when you do get those kind of surprise drops in there, it, you know it just it fuels it again. It fuels the hype machine for better or worse. It, yeah. but you know, if if it went away, I would still play video games. Well, but, obviously, yeah. But you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. So he was probably just like, we're just sick of hearing questions about Final Fantasy VII Remake, so we're not coming at all. Then you shouldn't have announced it when you <laughs> did. Anyway, that's uh, going to... By the way, I, I'm just... I'm totally preparing for that to be terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. As soon as I saw a gameplay, I was like, it's pretty, but it's not Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Anyway, all right. Moving on. Um, I believe that's it from the news. I think that's oh, all okay, we then. got. All right. So I guess it's it is that time then. Quite possibly that time. Uh 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 uh. Are you rustling your mail? Again, I had the notes on the phone. This is all for effect. You keep <laughs> breaking the illusion, man. You're literally just rustling like a <laughs> bill you got in the mail or something. It's all for effect. It's an audio media. They don't know that. All right. So let's get back to business with Daredevil. Uh, folks, I, I mean, we're going to savor the season of Daredevil. Oh, we are. Um, we're, so next week, 
We actually are probably not going to be doing a Daredevil review as we will have a special guest on the show. We'll be recording at Iron Buffalo uh, with the owner, Will, and he's gonna, we're going to chat with him and get to know Iron Buffalo and you know see what's going down there. Oh, really quickly, Drew, before we get into Daredevil, yeah. um, I want to send out a congratulations to friend of the show, uh, Toy Galaxy and Dan Larson, as this past week they reached 100,000 subscribers on their YouTube channel. So, guys, big congrats. You definitely deserve it. Um, and here's to 100,000 more. Yeah. Don't be a, like a jerk. Say congratulations, man. Congratulations. <laughs> I love Toy Galaxy. Dan's all, Dan, Dan is awesome. <laughs> Got to get him back on the show. We do get him back on the show. He was great. He was a tremendous guest. All right, so Daredevil episode three, no good deed. All right, so my notes, I have, I've, I have noticed um, I need to be a little more specific because it's been a while since I watched the episode. So um, I, I have a lot of out-of-context notes. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to need to, you have to refresh me on a lot of this stuff. So um, really quickly, the, the something, it, it took me into episode three to write this down, but... It was on my mind. Um, is Fisk bigger this season than he was in season one? Like physically? Yeah. Well, physically and metaphorically, I would say yes to both. Yeah. He is like, metaphorically speaking, he looms larger than ever over everything. Yeah. His, his specter has grown in prison. Like, he is... He's not, you know, a shadowy crime boss anymore. Like, he is the king of king, Don of Dons now. And everyone is afraid of him. Like, and that's going to be a running theme throughout the season. But also, uh, yeah, I think that it seems to me that Vincent D'Onofrio put on more size to play him uh, this season. And and they frame him often, I've noticed, uh, the way they shoot things. He he really 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 towers over like everyone. <laughs> yes. Well, the internet being as helpful as it is, I just googled how tall is Vincent D'Onofrio. He is six foot four. <laughs> wow. Okay. There you go. So, yeah. That and a little movie magic makes him seem much much bigger. Yes. Yes. I mean, he's already um, big. Yeah. No. He. Uh, spoilers, folks. He steals the season. Yeah, I mean, he, he kind of did in the first and second season, too. And he was only in one episode in the second season. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so we open up with Fisk arriving at the hotel to take up residence in the penthouse, even though it's been uh, jailized or prisonized or converted into the nicest holding cell ever, even though there's nothing in it. Um, and this is like right after the attack on the, the motorcade that we ended the last episode with. Um, so as Fisk is going in, he's barking to his lawyers, like, where's Vanessa? And apparently she's missing. And his lawyers are like, shut up. Well, that too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, did now I'm, try, I'm just going over my note because my notes have kind of become more like just kind of bullet points of what's going on in the episode yeah more or less yeah, um, but, um but there's you know there's stuff going on here so they're taking karen off of the fisk story she's too invested yeah 
Um, Ellison knows it. I mean, he. By the way, that guy, I like him. The actor, the actor, the performance, the yeah, whole, oh, the, yeah. whole, the whole thing. We love not that, J. John James. He's good. He's really good. That that's that was a kind of like role that could have been like kind of a throwaway thing, but this guy, yeah, he, he's made especially it, this season. Yeah, but he has made it kind of memorable and uh, full marks to uh, to that gentleman. What's his name? We should know these things. <laughs> um, why, why don't we know? I'm, I'm pulling up IMDb right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You can so, you can go on while I pull this up. Now I'm just trying. I'm just going over the episode in my head. Uh, one of the biggest surprises they did for me in this episode was the whole, the really genius way. Because one thing that's always hard to do in comic book adaptations, Jeffrey Cantor. Okay, Maybe and we'll get him on the show. He was also in nothing. I could tell you that you have seen. I guess we won't get him on the show now. Way to go, Drew. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of TV stuff that I I don't watch. Maybe you did. He, he was in a some some House of Cards. I think. I guess he was in. Uh, he had a role in Hail Caesar, that the Coen Brothers movie. Uh, oh yeah, I remember him in House of Cards. He's on Blacklist, which uh, he was on Blacklist, which my wife likes, which yeah. I find. I actually boring. watched the last season of House of Cards over the past two weeks. Yeah. No. <sighs> Never got into it, and Bad. I don't care to now. Um, in any case, full marks to uh, Mr. Cantor. Yeah, I think he's great. He's great in this show. Yes. So. Um, but no, as I was saying, one of the things that this show did in a surprising way is that one of the things we lose in the live-action translation of comic book properties, superhero properties in particular, is the, in, the internal dialogue. Okay. Of the characters. And we got that in this episode in just like an ingenious way because Matt's internal dialogue manifests itself in the form of Fisk. Yeah. And he, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. he is talking to Fisk throughout a lot of this episode. And Fisk is physically there, albeit out of focus. And For now. Yeah. Um, but that's again. That's, that's probably what I was getting at with my note. That I now that you're saying it, um, his his presence is looming over everything yeah. to the point where, like you said, it's now in Matt's head. Yeah, and just the um, the way they did that that dialogue, and that's something we see more of throughout the season is is really good. Uh, we don't. We we get some like in costume action this this episode. There's one thing I bumped up against. Okay, was that like he's in the parking garage and he just got done interrogating the lawyer Donovan, I believe the lawyer's name is. Yeah, in the car and he's trying to elude the FBI agents. And at one point, he turns to to like get out of there, and there's an FBI agent right there. But, like, throughout the whole rest of the scene, he's knowing, like, perfectly where they are, where they're going to be, using his powers and whatnot. Well, and I was no, just like, what? They're, they're not 100% yet. He's still a little yeah, off but, the mark. I, but the guy was, like, less than five feet from him. I mean, it's a high-pressure high situation. Stop. I, I'm just saying. Um, I think, I mean, and, and not to mention, uh, this episode further illustrates Matt is uh, a little unhinged, maybe? Um 
he he goes into that safe house and I'm and I'm yeah. literally like my note is do you have a do you have a plan here like what, what? yeah it's clear he doesn't no he's just um, he's all he's basically no pun intended blinded with just rage yeah I don't think he's necessarily unhinged I think he is he's kind of in a vulnerable spot before Fisk came back into his life and. This just kind of more or less just kind of pushes him to be stupid. Very, because again, I mean, you know, it just very, very unmat like to just rush into a situation like this. And again, I think it, it took him a while, even in, once he got in there, to realize like, oh crap, I'm I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, is it unmat like though? At least the mat that's been established by this series. Um, he's not like always thinking ten steps ahead. Not always, but he's mm, he's he's better than this. No, I'd agree with that. Yeah, he is he is better than this. And I think, and again, and this is another theme of the show for the, for this season. Yeah, he's also without his friends who yeah. off, who often provide him the guidance in one way or another clarity. To the clarity yeah to to, to, to you know yeah. do the right thing and not not be irrational and not be impulsive and he does not have he, he does not have that yeah. for a while there's one other very small thing i bumped up against um in this episode and that when he gets into the hotel and he's walking around this is clearly a very upscale hotel it is he's looking a little he's a little he low looks rent. like a homeless dude kind of does yeah. and all these fbi agents are like yeah that's that's commonplace yeah sure so yeah um nadine okay nadine i gotta say this about nadine Nadim always seems to have a blinder on in one form or another. Whether it's I got I got really annoyed with him. That if I could critique anything this season, yeah, this guy drives me nuts. What I mean, dude? Why is that in particular? It, it, it it's probably intentional because that's his arc is to like he gets dug in deeper and deeper, and it's kind of but it's like his own fault, like. Dude, you're you're getting played. You're making the wrong decision at every turn, basically. And I just it 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 mm, it really grinds my gears. Like he's an antagonist without being an antagonist in this show. Yeah, it, like it's hard to explain because in the end, obviously, he's instrumental in the events of what how how we wrap things up. I don't get that. that we're not going to yeah. go there yet. But like as it's going on, I'm just like. Dude, like, I think I think dude, the point of his character is to be an audience representative to show the power of Fisk. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't know something about him in his. It just, uh, it just drove me nuts several times in yeah. the season. And I mean, he's. Dude's an FBI agent. These guys are not morons. So no, but he's got like training and experience and a lot of that to fall back on. So 
like yes, to, uh, he is getting played, but a lot of the decisions he's making, like I said, he always has a blinder on. Yeah, you know the blinder here is not so much, you know, his debt issues is the agents that were killed and you know what the ends that these means are going to justify are going to be. That's kind of the blinder that he has on right now. And we get um, a little more, a little more acquainted with uh, Agent Poindexter. Yes, he's kind of a creep. Little bit, little bit. (laughs) He's a little creepy. We don't realize how creepy he is until the end of the episode because he gives us like this detailed. Uh, rant in the doctor's office and the psychologist's office about Julie, and turns out like he's just straight up stalking her. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of a creep. So yeah, I wonder if that's going to turn into anything, Carl. I wonder as well. <laughs> so, what did you think of the um, the reunion of Matt and Foggy? Um, it didn't go exactly the way I expected it to go. <laughs> Yeah, Matt. I, it was actually like almost painful uh, to see Matt basically go cold to his yeah. friend, like, co- like cold. Yeah, he just walked away like it was nothing, and that was very jarring in a way. Like, man, dude, I know you're going through a hard time, and I know you know you're having this crisis of conscience and crisis of faith or whatever. But like, that's your boy, and not only are you being totally emotionally cut off from him. But like you're using him, <laughs> yeah. As we find out later, he yeah. still is. Well, he still is, like you're using your friend, and Foggy is walking around with some bank. Yeah. Well, who carries that kind of cash in 2018? Uh, heavy hitting lawyers <laughs> who go home to Marcy. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Now that you mentioned that, I really like the evolution of the character of Marcy. Okay. How she was introduced to us as this superficial, cold, uncaring right. uh, corporate lawyer. And now she has become like what we thought would just be a fling and whatnot. She like has legitimate, honest feelings for Foggy. And it, it's, it's, it's just... It's it's the foggy effect. It's the foggy effect. He 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 brings out the good in people. <laughs> I joke, but like honestly, man, Foggy's like the heart and soul of like this whole yeah the whole series. Really, <laughs> he's 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 really the heart and soul character. Yeah, and we get to uh, through him, we get to revisit uh, Dent, uh, the Dent, DA, Dent. yeah, Tower, Tower. Yes, and uh, he's. I was I said hand- Dent because I passed Dent Tower. On the way here, on through well, and the so. DA. Well, yeah, Harvey, Harvey Dent. Dent. That's right. Um, Billy D. Sugar Billy, Billy D. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, what a world! What a world! Man. It was it was Billy D. in the Lego Batman movie. Man. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! He voiced uh, Two Face. Tremendous. It was great. Tremendous. Um, the DA's hands are tied. He's not going to go after Fisk, which uh, leads Foggy down a path. Yes, an interesting path. Yep. So yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the episode. Um, Fisk is is out. He is looming large over everyone's lives. And, and at the end of the episode, learns that Daredevil's back. Yeah, right. So 
Yeah, this show is pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty, it, pretty like I said, good. I finished it this week, and I am sitting here just begging, pleading. Don't get canceled. Please don't get canceled. Season four get was canceled. pitched to Netflix. We haven't heard anything. I mean, I know. Look, we don't know how Netflix operates exactly, but it's 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 been said that they look at social media numbers almost more so than they do their own ratings. If people aren't talking about this stuff on social media, they they'll 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 ax it. Well, I, yeah, I, I, which I don't get. Like, if the numbers on the on the views are good, who cares? But at the same time. The social media hype is what drives new subscribers because they don't have ads to pay for this stuff. Right. But I mean, if, if something's driving views, if, I mean, you know, people are watching, but in, whatever. Yeah, but if I'm, it's I'm people gonna, you already had, that's great. But like, I, I get it, but it's still a, that's a, that's a really cold and that's a, that's a poor way to reward people who are already giving you their money. Put it that way. I get you. Um, but that's not my point. My point is, while Iron Fist and Luke Cage um, got the axe, there wasn't a lot of like positive buzz around their second seasons. I mean, Iron Fist a little yeah. bit, and that people said like, "Oh, well, it's a little bit better now." Luke Cage season two, you know, for what it's worth, man, it it, it was good, but it it you know it didn't make leave me going like, "Oh, need more of that Cage." It just you know it was just good. With Daredevil Season 3, though, and I could be biased in that I really love it, but I feel like the buzz on it is very, very, very good. Yeah. Like, it, it, everyone that has watched Season 3 is kind of of the same opinion, like, yo, it's really good, okay? So it's got a lot of positive word of mouth. I hope that whatever those social media numbers might be, the positive buzz is enough to go like, okay, clearly this show moves the needle for us in a positive way. Yeah. So let's get season four in and let's, let's go hard. So yeah, yeah. Don't, please don't get canceled. Please. <laughs> it, it's, it's just getting really good. <laughs> <laughs> Although at the same time though, like, yes, I'm all for getting another season. If they don't get another season, I'm satisfied with the ending. I'm not. The, see? Way, the way it ended. I'm, Oh, like, I'm, I'm okay, totally that's not. What you're going to end on. Wait, wait, well, we can't spoil this, but like, really? You're, you're okay with how it ends? Given the end, the end, 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 end of the season? Well, yeah, I mean, these type of characters don't have like an end period. They have an end for now. And the way it ended indicates that, yes, life is going to go on for these characters mm-hmm. and they're going to have obstacles and, you know, old foes are going to return in one form or another. Um, but yeah, I think like it's, it ended the way like a, an arc in a comic would end. We so, got three kinda, seasons of a daredevil television show. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. I mean, at this point, yeah, I guess you're right. We could probably all be happy. Yeah. But I want more. Oh, I want more too. <laughs> Don't be wrong. I want more but too. I want more. I want like, I'll, I'll, partake of this daredevil kind of like that taffy you guys had i'll just <laughs> i'll just constantly just keep eating it num 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 can't stop nope can't stop won't stop all right folks that about does it for us this week we appreciate you as always joining us 
Uh, if you would like to reach out to the show, ask us any questions or have any comments to be read on the show, you can do so at the following locations. You can go to Twitter at Devil's Do Pod. You can go to Facebook and like our page at facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. You can email us at the Devil's Do Pod at gmail.com and you can provide all these resources available to you on our website the devil's do podcast.com drew that being said any closing statements uh, i should really prepare these i should make a list i should, I should make a big list of closing statements <laughs> but um i didn't do that today so uh happy thanksgiving to uh everyone yes that will be celebrating thanksgiving this week yep so eat yourself some food Try not to argue with your your uncles. You know the ones. Yep. And uh, just, you know, have a good time. And be careful out there uh, on Black Friday if you decide to go out and do that. I don't recommend it. Just just be careful. Just don't. Don't go out on Black Friday. I'm going on a record record, record store day. It's Black Friday. I'm I'm hitting the streets, son. Mm. Hey. Fanning the flames of the problem. Them typo negative records don't uh, don't exist uh, in very ma- mass quantities, so I got to get mine when I can get mine. So that's how it goes. Sorry, alrighty. And yeah, if you did not eat enough, so that you have to sleep in the baby position, which is like kind of face down, butt up, you're you didn't eat enough. You should go back and eat more. <laughs> or the words of my friend Jim: Eat until you hate yourself. Boy, oh boy, I gotta get, I'm, I'm, I'm getting back, I'm getting back in shape, Carl. <laughs> okay. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, courts adjourned.